two year, years ago, I believe that if I did everything right, that um, that the market would accept me, that the world would sort of come around and say, oh, you did a good job. <laughs> um, and, you know, as I've, I'm a, I'm a pro professor now, and I've been in the profession for a long time. I've also been in the world for like 44 years. And, you know, I still today, even I, I, I think like this, right? I think like, hey, if I do everything right, if I, if I get everything sort of done, if there is, in a given day, I try to add more than what I've ever done. You know, I, I still think like this, but here's, here's the thing, is that what I'm beginning to realize is that that is not the case. Right? It doesn't matter what actually happens, what you do, and the various different things that you've done over your life. Because often, the outside world is never going to see it. There's not going to be, you know, this. One of the things that, that you see in school, right? Like, I don't know if many of you probably realize this, is that we get trained with this feedback mindset. You do something, my kids get this all the time, right? You do something, and then you get a little bit of feedback every, I don't know, every two days. Maybe it's every week, but there's this constant, you do something, you get feedback. You do something, you get feedback. But in the real world, it doesn't work like that. The real world works like you do something and nothing happens. You do something and nothing happens. And then you have to navigate it with approaches that allow you to deal with this aimlessness or normlessness where you have to think about things and say, is what I've done adequate? Is this, have I done everything? And, you know, as a, as a learning entity, your tendency, because there's no market response, often is to work harder, to keep doing more, to spin, spin, spin. And what you realize is that the odd time there'll be intermittent feedback that you'll get and something positive will happen. Sometimes there'll be something negative that will happen. And often there's nothing. And then you have to figure out what to do. And, you know, this idea that we have to fit in, this idea that there is some sort of amorphous market construct thing out there, some environment, not really true. It's more of this entity of just this blob that doesn't respond. It is what it is. And for the most part, unless you do something really atrocious, 
are really significant and you just live your life, not much happens. And you'll never get that sort of signal that you're quite fitting in. The signal, in fact, that you may be sitting in, fitting in is nothing. And, you know, what, what I've come to learn with all of this, and I, there's no right answers with any of this, is there's, and, you know, I struggle with it just like anybody else, is I think centering yourself in as many ways as possible so that you don't necessarily respond to it, so you just get up and you do your thing. And like this morning, I struggled, I got up, and I just stood there for three minutes thinking, as sometimes one does right when you get up, thinking about whether I should just go for a walk or not, and those debating in my head. And I just decided to go. Because I was thinking, oh, should I do some work? Should I get going? I've got lots to do today. You know, it's early, but still I could be so productive. Early in the morning, I get lots of stuff done, and, and it feels good. Then I thought, this is important. Doing this, getting out, because I may not be able to get to it today, is important. And I think it's another checkbox in the sort of beauty that you're going to experience in the day. And the beauty that you get is not from market feedback. It's not from the sort of conventional stuff that people say. It's from the ordinariness of a given day. It's from going for a walk. It's from having a cup of coffee. It's from maybe having a piece of toast. The little subtle things that many of us experience. It's from knowing that you don't have to walk a mile to get some water every day. It's from being able to choose to walk. You know, we forget about all those things that many of us actually get access to today are actually just privileges. And there's no feedback to tell you every time that you go and you get a glass of water, nobody pops up and says, congratulations, you got a glass of water. This is a miracle. But, you know, that's where you have to take a step back and know that that is what you're looking for. The subtle, tiny things. It's not the things that you've done. It's not all of this kind of stuff that we're told. But it's the fact that you are doing something subtle rather ordinary, and that's great. 
that is, the market's feedback, whatever that is that you're looking for, I don't think I'm ever going to appease everybody in my head. I don't think it's ever going to be a thing. But I think I can sure as hell try to help myself and realize it's me that I have to work at, not the market. And part of working at me is doing subtle little boring things. Grabbing a cup of coffee, going for a walk, doing little things that are important. It's actually everything. That is it. Getting the market feedback that we're told that happens in school, that doesn't happen. But what you do get is a cool breeze, is a moment to duck out, to say hi to somebody, and say, smile from somebody, a random stranger. It's those things. And those things are beautiful. So why is it the case that we actually think about feedback in such a way? I think this comes down to a long tradition over the last 100 years of industrializing much of our life, um, going back to Henry Ford and uh, actually Frederick Taylor was one of the people that sort of pushed this, was this idea that we can measure everything and we can, if we simply measure everything and we give feedback and we have these sort of learning mechanisms that are built into things and we can get unbelievable amount of productivity. And it's true that that does happen um, in some respects, but it's a very narrow perspective in terms of what we often measure. It often is extremely focused on somebody's objective, their singular objective and not a plethora of objectives. Um, it's very focused on you know, one form of what is right and not necessarily many forms of what is right. All of these conversations are modern conversations that are happening with serious researchers around the world, serious scholars around the world, where they're questioning much of these mechanisms and they're looking at it and they're seeing how feedback, for example, you know, how we're using it for good, but also often it leads us astray. And this is a really profound thing in our life. If we don't have that particular feedback that is driven where we simply are okay with who we are and we look at and appreciate the fact that you get a cup of coffee 
or we appreciate the fact that you get to drive you get to you get to do any number of different things if you don't have that in your life and you simply are more living and less pushing and pushing back on that world um then you often get swallowed up by somebody else's objective and that determines often your life or you know a lot of stuff that's happening that's that's sort of negative today and aimlessness um, in many parts of society maybe I'm not saying definitively or anything but there there could be a lot that's driven from this idea that that um, and it's and it's an enlightenment idea really from three four hundred years ago four hundred years ago that you know, we can better ourselves. And by bettering ourselves, by measuring it, by getting more detail through observation, you know, this sort of basic standard science stuff from many, many years ago, we went through discovery with it, that we somehow be better. And, you know, realistically, it's driving a lot of individualism. It's driving a lot of um, at least in my thoughts, but I might be wrong, right? A lot of narcissistic behaviors, it drives a lot of things where this individualism is tied. There's old research and sociology that's tied to negative behaviors um, where we don't feel like we fit in in many different respects. And our default in much of Western society that's really dug into this is our default is that we ourselves are the unit that we focus on rather than how our default is that there is a market or not even a market, there is a collective of other stuff, otherness that's outside of you that you default and think about. So I just want you to think about this as you go about your day, is think about what it is that's driving you. Where is your feedback? What does that actually mean in your heart? Um, you know, think about these things. What are you dr driven by? And, and more, you know, more importantly, what are the signals that you're getting to know whether you are doing something right or wrong, right? And if your signals are having a bigger house, which there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm all for that. That's, that's a beautiful thing. But if that's your only signal or having bigger, more, faster, is your only signal, you're missing out on a lot of things. There's a lot more, there's a lot more nuance and it's a lot more challenging than one would ever think to come up with how am I to actually measure myself and how am I to measure other people? It's very difficult. If you focus on one, the faster, better, stronger, 
remember, you're missing out on a lot of people that may not be faster, better, stronger. You're missing out on all the things in your life that will never be calculable. You'll never see faster, better, stronger. I don't know what a faster, better, stronger love is. I don't know what a faster, better um, puppy dog is. Um, I don't know what a faster, better son or daughter. I don't know what that is. I, and and I I think if you do, right, and you say I, I, I have a faster, better son. I think you're setting yourself up. The implications of that are may not be something that you want in your life, and I want you to think about that. I want you to think about how you you think about how you're measuring yourself and everybody else. And what does that mean? How are you garnering feedback? What does it mean to do good? All of these things are really important in our life. And all of these things very much change who you are once you start thinking about it. 